Hi, and welcome to episode two of Jet Black Music Industry Talk. My name is Jared Treger. I'm your host. I am an artist, manager, developer, A&R, and booking agent based in South Africa. We have a strong focus on electronic music and taking it to a global market. I was hoping to get this to happen more often, but it, it seems to be difficult putting people down, even even in lockdown where they have nowhere to go. And it's like, I know where you are, but, um, but here we are. Uh, a lot of the talks, we're delving into people's lives, their experiences, and there's, a, there's an opportunity here to gain perspective and knowledge through their experiences, their mistakes, and of course, their, their successes. Many of the people I'm chatting to are people I have business and personal relationships with. And the idea is to keep things conversational, current. You know, we live in such a fast-paced and ever-changing industry. And right now, if there was ever a time to use the word disrupt, well, I think the the entire planet has been disrupted by coronavirus. And while no one has the the, the solid answers, it's just great to get some perspective from respected music industry uh, people and some 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 good opinions with that. On today's podcast, we invite a talent way beyond his years. Always with his business cap on, he brings a fresh new age thinking to both the South African music industry and the world. Welcoming Shimza. So it's our second edition of Jet Black Music Talk and our second guest, obviously, uh, introducing in this episode the South African superstar DJ, the very talented Shimza, aka Ashley. Are we, are we calling you Shimza or Ashley today? It's up to you, bro. They're both I mean, my names. I mean, we've got, a, <laughs> we've got a relationship here. So, you know, I feel like it's yeah. Ashley. Uh, uh, and we, we're looking at each other right now. Um, you know, not everyone will be able to see this conversation, but I've, as you've just noticed, I've got my COVID-19 cable. Uh, you're sitting in your studio. Uh, yeah. You've been, you've been quite active in studio during this time. So, Ash, let's, um, let's get into this. Um, you know, I just want to chat to you about uh, yourself and what's going on and where things are at with uh, the current state of the world, I guess. Um, yeah. for, for those that uh, don't have... A very well-known relationship with you. You know, you you're South African. You grew up in in Timbisa. You've still got a strong relationship with Timbisa, where you you hold your your one-man show. Um, you know, uh, you give back to the community. Your mother is a school teacher from Timbisa, which obviously taught you taught you to work hard and give you some strong ethic. Tell us a little bit about uh, growing up in Timbisa and uh, and how you how it took you to a life of of music. Uh, growing up in Tembisa was quite cool, man. You know, I feel like if I if I if I was if I was born in a in a in a different part of the country, I would not have I would not be who I am today. You know, I think growing up in Tembisa built my my character. Um, it exposed me to a lot of things that ordinarily some people wouldn't uh, be exposed to until later on in their lives, where they they they. They've got the freedom to do whatever they want to do, you know. Um, I started playing in Tenvisa, Stockfields, small parties, 21st birthday parties, all of those things, you know. But musically, 
uh, even my style of DJing, and just the story about seeing what's going on around me and shaping that to 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 shaping who Shimza is today. Yeah, I mean, I mean, talking about your your style of music and the way you play has given you many nicknames uh, along the way. Uh, there's one that I'm interested. Where did Major One come from? Major One comes from <laughs> Major One comes from a priest called uh, Boucher. He's a scam. You know, he's a scam, but people love him. Okay. Yeah. It was like. Um, people are just amazed of how I, I, I DJ and the style of music that I play. And someone just said, bro, like, you are the major one. And I was like, okay, I'll take it and I'll own it. Um, even though the priest is not the best of guys <laughs> to be named after, <laughs> I felt like the, the name major one for me was, was quite cool. You've owned it. I mean, you've, you've yeah. taken it. Uh, uh, and there was something else. Um, Along the way, obviously, uh, particularly crowds in Joburg are prone to chanting and whatever. But it's, you know, you, you can't think of the name Shimza without a, we want a party. It just, yeah, yeah. It just yeah. comes out. Like, we want a party. Where did that start? I think it started during my one-man shows, you know, when, when, when I'd be playing and probably be at like, peak of a set and people just just feeling it you know and they would chant that even during maybe performances and they want me to jump on stage uh they they they'd call me out like so yeah, it just man, randomly man. happened yeah somebody obviously just just sparked up and the rest of the people followed they they and gave follow, you man. they gave you your tagline they pretty much gave it to you <laughs> yep yeah, yeah. So it came to a point where I even had boards uh, printed out with with the tagline "Shimza, we want a party" for my for my festivals, and it just grew from that, man. And till today, people still still like using that chant. That's pretty wild. That's very cool. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I mean, you know, a lot of people don't know that uh that we do we do a lot of work together you know particularly yeah. um AR and uh, we work more on your on your global strategy but obviously um right. even when we started working together um you had built up your 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 strength locally uh as uh, to a huge degree and globally to to a large degree but i mean to to a superstar status in in your own territory um how important do you think it is to have that strength and that that proof of product uh, at home uh, from your own community and where you come from to take to the world? I mean, studying studying where you're from is, is is probably the best thing for you to do, you know, because as much as we we all want to be global superstars, but if you're if you're a no one back at home, it's 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 sort of a bit harder to break in overseas um, because they'll be on some okay cool you from you from Tabisa what have you done in your hood you're like uh, no I was still trying to you know but when you say this is what I've done where I come from these are the festivals that I do this is the profile that I have where I am you're you're prone to people sort of taking you a bit seriously you know but also 
from from my experience with you guys um explaining to me how the international uh packaging is it it's sort of like different you know you're like yeah you might not have a profile back at home but you can still make it overseas if you have the right strategy to fit that 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 direction that you want to to go into you know so sometimes i feel like yeah it's it's cool to build a brand back here at home you've got proof of product and people have a bit more strength and and and, and trust in your brand but you can still create a global strategy with with nothing back here at home i mean that was kind of leading to my next question it's so interesting um you know uh, uh like we've had many conversations on it it's great to have a proof of product back at home it really is and and it's very important to um be supported by your own community before you you take your your product and and your skills and talents to to other places however it's uh it's quite a it's quite different i mean uh from your experience how different is south africa to many of the other territories that you are touring and releasing music in I mean sometimes I I feel like people like authenticity you know and I look at it from my end and I'm like you know before I even met you guys I've I I worked so hard that it was a bit impossible for 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 people to ignore me to a certain extent you know they liked the work ethic they liked what I've I've been building myself you so much that they want to jump onto it you know like i i'm probably one of one of maybe one or two big artists in south africa that that even played on in in ibiza you know like that played with people from the island just doing their research finding me and booking me to go play there without without a south african saying that guy is doing great things in south africa bring him through you know but i understood the fact that yes i had a proof of product where i come from but if it didn't make sense for the people that i'm playing for it's as good as nothing i'll have that gig play and that's it you know sure. but for 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 me as as a dj that's from timbisa that got an email randomly from like destino in ibiza saying bro we like what you're doing please come open up for Luciano i was like damn that's that's crazy you know i would not have ever thought that would have happened without a strategy but i went there i did it but then after that there was nothing because i had no strategy to work in that in that in that uh, territory you know which is why it's very important for us as much as you have a proof of product back here at home you need to have a strategy that works hand in hand in with where you want to go for sure i think it's like anywhere i mean ultimately you may not even even realize it but you had a strategy at home where there was consistency and and engaging with your with your audience and and i think that's something that you have uh you've done so well is that you've got like a super engaged audience i mean just the fact that yeah. you've got these you've got these nicknames and you've got these taglines that were given to you by real fans uh, uh and i think that that has a lot to do with um uh you, you know the the your not only your performance uh and how connected you are to the people you're playing to but um how involved you are and how much you give back and you 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 know you you're engaged with your community 
And I think... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's very important for me, you know, it's very important because I was made by the people in my community. I started yeah. playing at Tembisa. I had a residency at, at Caprivi, which was, a, which was a, a bar, you know, and people started knowing me from there. You know, they started following me. I started doing my own events there, you know, and I, I, I think I was probably one of the first people to ever do big events um, on, a bigger, on a bigger scale in Tembisa, you know, and that sort of got me in contact with my people because I had to, to make, uh, make use of all the, the conversations that people are having, asking questions. Hey, guys, I'm thinking of doing this. What do you guys think? So people feel like they, they, have, they have worked hand-in-hand hand with me in building my brand. And they are happy that I'm from their, their hood, you know, which gives yeah. me more strength that even if people from other places in the world can say, yeah, we don't care about that guy. They'll still be on some, bro, if they don't want you, you can come back home and let's have a party, you know. So I've got that back, you know, and I, and I really appreciate it. I think it's also interesting, you know, um, there's this uh, uh, there's there's this interest in, in in Africa, obviously, and South Africa in particular. Um, and here they see uh, an artist such as yourself, like uh, this European, you know, these European promoters and so on. And and uh, they see someone who has such an engaged uh, uh, fan base uh, with music that they like, but they haven't necessarily they haven't adapted to. Uh, and, and they see, you know, I mean, it, it, a lot of the European, what I'm trying to articulate, a lot of the Europeans that come and tour South Africa, they don't really get to go and play to the real audience of South Africa a lot of the time, if you know what I mean, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and then, you know, um, you go to like your one-man show in Soweto, or your one-man show in Tbilisi, and uh, here are true fans that would choose, they would choose that party over any international artist. You know, that's their, that's their annual, yeah. that's the place. And, and it, sh- it shows by just the way they, they're just completely letting themselves go and having the best night of their life. Um, and that's ultimately what it's about. That's the, that's the experience of sharing music with people. It's such a beautiful thing. Um, yeah. and that's, that's enticing. I mean, that's for, for overseas people yeah. to see that. They're like, wow, I want to bring that energy and that music and uh um and that person who has obviously connected with his fans in a huge way i want to bring him over here you know yeah it, it works you know like like you say that you have a proof of product and people are seeing these nice vibes that you put in out on, on, on videos youtube all of that stuff when they when they're researching about you you know and they like you said they want they want that atmosphere in their party, you know? sure. and it's up to you to to keep and and stay true to what you you offer back here at home, and and give the same energy as you do back here at home to them that side, you know, because you don't want people um, booking you because um, you sort of don't back here at home, you play a certain style, and then you get there and you want to be like them, They're like you're from Africa, bro, like. Be African. That's what people sure. want. Hold you on know, to if they want another European DJ, they'll probably book the next available European DJ from from next yeah. door. You know, so like, j- 
just being just being authentic for me is 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 what sells sells us a lot. Even though sometimes you guys, our NRs, you want us to adapt <laughs> to some styles. Like, yeah, it's cool. You know, but I, you know, our job is to always go. Um, uh, uh, the way I try and explain it is, if someone is. Uh, um, Leaning too accessible, you want to make them a little bit more edgy. If they're too edgy, uh, that they they're not they're not introducing people to their sound. You want to make them a little bit more accessible. It's 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 yeah. not about changing them, but it's about uh, finding the balance to to um, to build their audience. Yeah, the balance is is a bit difficult, you know. But I think once you get your groove, you 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 should be fine. For sure, um, we 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 struggling a bit to get it right, but as soon as we do get it, like we should be fine. If if I mean that's also the thing, you know. I think uh, people see the success, and it's hard work. There's a lot of hard work that goes into the the back end of it. It's it's not easy. It's difficult, it's, bro. It's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of heartache. Because of all the no's that you get and you don't get it, like you like, why would you say no? You know, and yeah, and sometimes then, it's it's just not your time. You know, there were words that you have said to me before, um, and they really they resonated and they stuck with me. I think it was, um, you know, uh, don't compare yourself to others' success. Compare yourself yeah. to your own growth. Uh, you know, you've got uh, your own journey, got, man. You've got to look at your own growth, uh, yeah. And those words really resonated with me because they're so true um, in so many circumstances. Um, and anyway, yeah, talking about your own groove, your own growth, and proof of product back home. You know, there's something at the moment. You've got the golden ticket right now. You know, um, the world is going through a bit of chaos. Uh, Where you know everything's in a bit of disarray, um, and you manage to think real quick which was innovative, smart, you know, um, and, you, you know, obviously thinking that people still want to engage with you and your music and a whole bunch of other artists, and you jumped on this lockdown house party. How did you move on this yeah. so quickly? Where did it, like, where did the thought process come from and how did you get it going so fast? Bro, I, I see opportunities, you know, and one thing about me is that I'm a very active person. You know, I'm very active, I'm very business driven and I calculate some of my moves, you know, and and with that I was like, bro, we're going to see shit. And how do I and how do I sort of duck that shit, you know? Yeah. And for me it was it was virtual and I saw a lot of guys doing a lot of uh parties themselves at home, um internationally, clubs doing that, you know. And I was like, the only reason that this thing is not really blowing up, as much as you've got your five million fans or whatever, you can it can be it it can be greater if you work with other people, you know. Um, and that's why I decided, you know, I, instead of having a Shimzo's one man show online edition, let me let me have an online party and invite most of my friends that are willing to like play a set, you know, and yeah. that's where it started. And because of the collective effort and putting it on everyone's uh, Facebook page, we, we could reach more people and people like were sort of um, 
enticed to follow this thing you know they were asking when is the next one what's the lineup you know and you expect that to be that's, the thing i expected it to be big because of the caliber of artists that i had on the lineup you know um and i programmed that party the same way i would program a festival that i'd be throwing in tbisa for instance you know yeah. i was like i'm going to do this uh put this dj at this time that dj at that time because of the style of music that they play you know and and i i i made sure that the production was dope from when go you know so that it was not like a a mickey mouse type of thing and i knew that there would be a bit of interest from 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 people sponsors you know but as we were busy doing that thing man like the response was one amazing two like as soon as you were done the channel was like bro you had so much impact and we want this on our tv you know and I was like shit okay let's let's do it you know and now it's 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 one not even one of it's the most watched show in sa right now i mean just to give some perspective here i mean uh, every friday and saturday night the the trend, trending hashtag on twitter is is lockdown house party um I yeah. mean, wh- what are your do you know what your viewers are roughly like uh, we took we took we took channel o from from 20000 viewers yeah to over 500000 viewers every friday and saturday that's wild that's um, crazy yeah, it's that's numbers wild. that it's numbers that they they haven't seen in a long time you know and for us to give them a product that has worked from from first episode till to date it's something that i think my gods were with me man, when we when we preached that thing to them you know um it was it it was a learning thing for me as well because i i went into a territory that i would ordinarily not be part of you know being making tv like yeah okay like when did i get here you know <laughs> but even when even when that was pitched to channel I had an option to 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 do it in my studio you know invite yeah. people to my house white wall just the light with cdjs but I was like no I'm I'm not going to go that route where I can cut costs and and make this thing look 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 trash you know yeah. I'm going to take it to a tv level so that the the brands that are involved and the tv station that's involved feels like we're giving them value for money you know so that even tomorrow when i come with something else they know that this guy his events are proper proper production even with tv we gave him we gave him an opportunity to do tv and he didn't just give us a, oh by the way he gave us something that we are proud to put on tv you know so it's it was never about the money that we can make now it's it's a long term um, strategy I mean it's also given a lot of artists um a platform uh you know yeah. there's a a couple of artists that I've spoken to in fact their their social media numbers jumped drastically just just from being on the show I think people are sitting at home obviously people are sitting at home at the moment so they are far more engaged uh you know you you've got people mm-hmm. watching this on TV no one's out um and uh there's there's limited opportunities to 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 get in front of so many people uh um what a what a what a great um opportunity 
Um, with that, on the other side of the coin, there's also been some some controversy over it, hasn't there? I mean, yeah, uh, the, yeah. the number one, the number one trending is uh, is lockdown house party, and then there was a little bit of um, a little bit of drama on Twitter. Um, yeah, I mean, Jay, um, with with so many eyes on what we are doing, you are bound to have someone that's going to say something. And you'll say something back. And because there's like 500,000 or 200,000 people following what you are doing now because of this big thing that you're doing, yeah. it's, it's going to get to that, you know. And I'm, I'm human, you know. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm fucking human. I wake up like everyone else. I've got feelings. I've got pressures. I've got stresses like everyone, yeah. you know. And... I, I, I just fell into a, a, a point where this guy was just on my Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, asking people to Instagram, Facebook, Twitter me, you know, after I had told him that the show was pre-recorded, you know, at some point I was like, bro, come on, like, I need to be on my Twitter so that I can see the feedback for the show. I need to be on my Twitter to search and look for new upcoming DJs that I can put on the show. And there you are every day on all my social media platforms and you are still asking people to tag me on your stuff. So every time I go on to all my social media platforms, it's this guy, man. And, and I had to tell him, I was like, bro, like this is really annoying, you know? But I guess the, the hustle is the, real. The, yeah, the, the hustle is real, but there's also a difference between hustling someone and harassing someone. You know, it's a very thin line. And and honestly speaking, I felt harassed, you know. Yeah. I felt harassed by this guy that I had told that, bro, this thing has been pre-recorded, you know. I think it's and a tough, obviously it's a tough my thing choice, when you're being in the public eye. That's what it is. Yeah. It, it's a yeah. tough thing. My choice of words were were probably maybe like we're, 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 we're wrong, you know, um, but I was expressing how I was feeling. And obviously then people didn't care what, what was happening, didn't care how I felt. It was like, no, you can't speak like this to someone uh, that's asking you for an opportunity and all of that stuff, you know. Yeah. And yeah, I guess that's where the backlash came. But you see with, with all of that stuff that, you you sort of like with with social media these days you sort of like in the in the on the borderline of of yes we, we like you but the day you 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 make a mistake we are going to hammer you you know and you you have to take it like a big boy you know like for me i understand what i'm in for you know i understand that um it's 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 real out there, you know. Twitter is full of people that also have nothing to do at home. They're just sitting waiting for the next trend. They'll jump on just to put memes and 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 do all sorts of funny things, you know. But if you understand the 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 industry that you are in, you you will know that tomorrow Beyonce can say something and it's their turn for 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 people on Twitter to shit on them. Tomorrow, um, 
someone divorces because they cheated. And, you know, if you understand that today is my turn, tomorrow it can be someone else, then that shit doesn't matter to you. You're like, okay, I made a mistake. I apologize. I'm moving on with my life. You know, but I think it's and also you try and make sure that you don't fall into that shit anymore. It's also got to do with the fact that I think people, um, they see they see you at face value. They see your success and where you are now. And, um, uh, um, you know, you've obviously opened yourself up, yourself up to criticism being in the, in the public eye, but they forget, um, one, the journey and um, the amount of people that probably shut you down on the way uh, getting there. Uh, and then also um, being an artist is you, you're really putting yourself out there for criticism. You, 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 you make mistakes and, and people jump on the bandwagon, you know, um, you, you, like you said, you're human and sometimes you're not viewed as human, you know? You, yeah, yeah, yeah. But also like what I consult myself with is, is bro, I've, we have over 160 DJs that we are putting on that, that platform. Yeah. More than 80% of those people are people that are not known, you know, but it's people that kick ass, it's females, it's it's gays and lesbians that you you you've never heard of, but they get there and they have an impact, you know? And you're like, so you guys are going to make noise because I said no to one person and I'm helping 90 or 100 others other other DJs, you know, that need the platform. So what are you saying? Shimza must fall so that what? I, I cut this thing, it doesn't happen, and then the other 80 DJs um, don't get the platform because I made an, like, I told one guy to chill. You, you, you know? Like, you put your time into the curation of this. Um, exactly. The same way a DJ would think about his... Um, his track listing and, and, and look at a crowd and, you know, it's like, uh, I understand if I had to compare it to somebody uh, constantly requesting a song, you know, and you're like, trust, you know, that statement, trust the DJ. Just like, yeah. let me, let me do I'm my coming. thing. Like if, if you're working hard enough and I'll see you, you. you're really I'll dope, you. we're going to see you. We're going to hear you, you know, so people need to be patient. You know, that's one thing that, I, I've always said to people, I'm like, bro, I didn't just come up today by annoying people and asking for handouts. I worked till I was noticed by people that are in the same industry as I am, you know? Um, and it doesn't mean if you are not working hard enough uh, that people won't, won't notice you. It might be your, your, your lucky break, you know? Like, I think even that guy should be happy that... <laughs> he, got a lot of, he got a lot of PR, it, man. <laughs> he got a lot of PR. He got a lot of Twitter followers. He got help from people. He got help yeah. from brands, you know? And, yeah. and then after that, you, 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 you see the very same people that were on Twitter, shitting on me, digging up stuff that he did like in 2016 and 2017, yeah, coming back and then saying he must fall. You know, so when you understand the, the, the industry that you're in and the, the way people react to shit, you'll see that, bro, like, take what you can from every situation and, and move on with what works for you. That's it. Yeah, it's good advice. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's definitely. Really advice. 
I mean, you know, uh, 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 moving into the the rest of the year, this is this is obviously this was designed, and it'll probably continue uh, past uh, past lockdown. You know, it's been such a success. Yeah. But looking at the rest of of the year and everything that's happening with uh, COVID nineteen, I mean, no one's got the answers right now. But like, what are your thoughts? Um, you know, so many things have been cancelled and postponed, and uh, people's headspaces are in different places. What are your thoughts on on the rest of the year, particularly um, in regard to the the music industry and the entertainment industry? Bro, we need to take it as it comes, man. You know, we don't know where we'll be next year. We don't know where we'll be in December. You know, yeah, but you, we have all this time to work on strategies that that can help us after this uh, um, this pandemic. You know, yeah. um, work on your music work on whatever brand or anything that you are selling, work on it now because people are on their phones. If you're a DJ, do as many mixes as you can, put them out there. Don't annoy people, but put them there <laughs> for people to see that you are actually still working. You know, I mean, like for me, even on the show, people are like, bro, um, you, you need to give other children a chance. You can't hear me. And I'm like, no, I'm protecting my brand. You know, I'm protecting my food, you know, so that yeah. when when the gates are open again, I'm also still top of mind for any pro- promoter that wants to book any DJ, you know. And I'm like, you're saying we must, we must step aside myself and, and PH and not DJ on the show. Like, would you quit your job to give another person a chance that needs your salary, you know, some, cause people think entertainment is just entertainment to them and they don't understand that it's food for some of us, right? Entertainment for you. But for me, it's, it's the way I live, you know? So I need to make sure that I protect my food as much as I can, as much as I can. I've got a platform that I can share with other people, but I need to also think about myself at the end of the day, you know? So, Moving forward with all of this, um, making sure that you are top of mind of every promoter, every venue in the world, uh, in South Africa, well, with our platform. But with Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you can still be that guy that that's putting out your content, so that by the times by the time the, the the gates are open, people know you from being at home and watching what you're doing on their on their phone. There's also a lot of value in um, protecting your brand and maintaining your brand and then offering um, a platform to upcoming artists uh, through your brand, you know, uh, particularly yeah. uh, in, in Southern Africa territory. The same way you would um, uh, be affiliated to certain brands in other territories where your brand is developing, you know, uh, um, obviously you have a strong connection to, to Luciano, you know, and uh, in, yeah. in certain territories, you know, um, you would be kind of uh, guided by him, you know, but if he came to Southern Africa, you know, it's a little different. So um, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of value in the platform that you're offering to uh, rising, rising artists through, through your own brand. You know, Um, you certainly, you're giving back in a way, in essence. It's very important. It's very important for, for that. And, and this has, didn't just start now with the lockdown. I was part of it. You know, every time I have my one-man show, I've got 
um, free workshops that I that I curate myself. I yes. put everyone together and I share information with, with with young people, whoever who wants to learn about the music industry and and using my journey as like a a, a learning a learning path for them, you know. The, um, the, I the also awesome put together initiatives that you're involved in. Sorry to interrupt. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, other than the workshop, you know, from the the and I, I you know, I'm maybe being presumptuous from the um, inspiration that your mother's a school teacher, um, you, you give out um, school shoes to school children and you visit schools. Yeah. And tell us a little bit about some of the initiatives that, you, that you're currently involved in. Um, I, I, I give away, I think every year, about 250,000 worth of, of, of school shoes and uniforms to young and, and underprivileged kids from, from the hood. You know, and it's, it's and it amazing. goes back to me just just saying, you know what? We, we get so much love from people. Um, we 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 get so many gigs because people like us and love us and follow our music. People buy our music, but we we never we never step back and say, okay, cool. With so much love that I'm getting from people, what am I giving back to these people that that show us love? You know, so with me, I'm like. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna use my platform to make a difference where I come from, so that it also inspires other people to do the same. Because if you do a bit that you can, and the other person does the bit that they can, at the end of the day, like collectively, we're doing like something quite big, you know. So besides me just giving away shoes, it's I'm trying to inspire other people to get into the culture of giving back, especially artists and. and DJs that are loved by a lot of people. I think it also um, it keeps you real that when when people grow and they're uh, contributing back. It one reminds them of of their growth, where they came from, and where they are. And um, yeah. it just you know it gives uh, other people the platforms to 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 you know to grow from where they are. Um, so it is it's a very important thing. It really is. Um, you know, specifically right now during this time when everything is, is so uncertain in, in the world, you know, um, do you think do you think things will get back to the same after um, after COVID nineteen after all of this? Do you think do you think the entertainment world is going to be different? Um, for for some time it won't it won't be the same. You know, one. Um, the rules and regulations will be totally different. I think they they're going to stop festivals and, and large gatherings for some time. But do you think um, even, even when we get to that, even when we get to you know um, these festivals can happen? Do you think the effect that it's had on the economy and you know um, do you think it, do you think it'll be the same as it was? Do you think we're going to start from a different place? everyone is feeling it you know every economy in the world is feeling it there's no place in on earth right now that's saying we're doing well in terms of uh, economics people are going to lose their jobs meaning there's less people with money to buy tickets and food and and just have like liquid money you know so for every industry, the food 
entertainment, um, everything is just going to not be the same for a very long time. You know, I was thinking about it um, the other day uh, in, in terms of uh, one, what the rand is sitting at to the dollar, the euro, the pound, um, and um, yeah. also the fact that uh, even locally, you know, uh, how inflation will rise and how um, people will have less jobs and uh, ticket prices will have to uh, either stabilize or drop or, you know, um, and uh, w- what it might do in turn is, is, uh, is make local artists the superstars because there might be less people touring from overseas due to the currency, due to so many factors and, 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 uh, but, but maybe Jay, more- you know, from, from, from experience that yeah. the reason why we, we as South Africans don't have as many internationals coming to South Africa as we would love to is because we, we don't have the, 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 the money, you know, the currency is just too weak. And now this has made it even worse for us, you know, and it's, I, I, I just wish there was someone that could explain to all the artists to say, bro, like, we, we can't do it, you know. But, but now a, we... There's a, an opportunity to, to drive the local talent, to get more numbers. Yeah, to, to definitely. Spend, but on, on but you know for, that... For local talent. But you know that locals, some locals don't even, don't sell tickets, you know. And for you to get people to a venue as an investment, you need to book people that people want to see, you know. Of course. Like in South Africa, you you find good DJs that charge two, three, four, five K. Yeah. And you you get DJs that you might even question why they're charging so much, but they're getting that money because they sell tickets. You know, so of course it's it's not a value thing. It's a ticket, it's it's a ticket selling industry. And if you don't sell tickets, you, you won't have as many gigs as, as other people, you know, no matter how good you can be. You know? So we need to work on our brands so that they're strong enough for promoters to be able to justify why they need to pay you as much as the other guy um, and, and, yeah. and make it worthwhile for them to book you. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm just hoping we, we go back to, you know, with, I mean, at the moment, no ticket sales matter right now, you know. Uh, hopefully, people are spending more, more time engaging with uh, the, the talent and the music and, and the things that are so true and real about um, musicians and artists, you know. Yeah, um, definitely. And, and hopefully, um, you know, maybe they, they, we can try and find some positives that, that, that come from this a more engaged community uh, in, in, this, in this entertainment industry. Yeah, let's, definitely. Let's, let's hope for something positive on the other side, but get through the the next couple of months first. I think. Yeah, I mean, we we all suffering, man. We all suffering. Um, some are suffering more than others, and we need to just be creative and and find ways in which we can survive. Man. Yeah. But this this too shall pass. Man. Well, Ash, it's been it's been really good chatting to you. You know. Um, Obviously, working with you, um, I'm a bit biased, but um, you know, you, you're, you're innovative and out the box thinking, and your hard work, hard work ethic, and giving back to to the communities. I think and I believe 
is has what is what has expedited your brand and get you selling tickets you know um and i'm sure yeah. it'll go from from strength to strength it's been a pleasure chatting to you and of course working with you if there's any final message that you would like to give to those those listening um not much man just encouragement to say um just keep pushing man just keep pushing um this should not like discourage you from even posting your old mixes if you don't have cdjs at home as an artist post your old mixes that you have um just be creative man be creative this is a time where you can even think of ideas that you'll be doing after you've been uh, on lockdown but stay positive make sure that you you go for what you 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 want you know this this is going to pass and it should find you ready once it's all gone thank you so much thanks for joining me thanks brother Thanks so much for joining us on our second episode of Jet Black Music Industry Talk. If you have any suggestions or thoughts uh, you want to share with us, people you think we should interview, um, any questions, feel free to email us on info at jetblack.co.za. My name is Jared Treger. Until next time. <music>